0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf
1: Construction Roofing. Second hour, everybody, as we roll all the way till 3 o'clock on a uh, rainy day. It's coming down in buckets right now, so please drive carefully while you're listening to us. Ken Silverstein, uh, based out of Cleveland our Big 10 conference insider and of course he covers all the major sports including the the Browns the Indians and the Cleveland Cavaliers he comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway West Des Moines hello kenny hey guys how are the? uh we are good uh let's start first cuz you've seen San Antonio many times you've seen Houston many times the playoffs uh, have been a little bit devoid of high drama. That was not the case in last night's Houston-San Antonio game.
2: You know, a real entertaining game, particularly if you're not rooting for one team or the other. But, you know, here's the problem, and maybe, well, I know it's just not me. Through the entire West and lesser extent in the Eastern uh, Conference, but we'll concentrate on the Western. You're asking about the Rockets and the Spurs. Does it really make a difference? Because nobody's going to be Golden State.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, just nobody. And I, whomever wins this series, and I'm not sure it makes a big difference to yours truly, particularly. Uh, if they win one game against Golden State, I think it would be a um, a big surprise. Look, we got to go back. Golden State was somewhat beatable. It was proven last year. They were up 3-1. They lost three straight to LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and the others. You had Kevin Durant, game, set, match. And until I see Golden State lose, and I don't mean just the game, I mean the entire enchilada, to me, I'm not sure that it means a whole bunch because they have four of the top 20 players in the NBA. And when you have four and everybody else has got less than four Mm -hmm. in in a best of seven, which most likely will be four or five games, I'm trying not to be bored by it, but I'm getting a little bit more bored by it because I just know who's going to win. And that takes the suspense out of it. And to me, I don't think the NBA really cares. I I care, but I don't think the NBA cares particularly.
3: Ken, with that, I uh, saw something after the Cavs finished off the Raptors uh, kind of about the future of them. And as you look up at the East, LeBron shows no signs of slowing down. (laughs) No. You look out west. Well, the Warriors are stacked up here for the next few years. If you're one of those teams in limbo, you're good enough to be a playoff team, good enough to, to win a series, maybe even two, but you can't ultimately beat Cleveland, beat Golden State. You're kind of in this purgatory. What do you do? Do you build for three, four years down the line? Is that where you're looking? Do you shut it down, look for a complete rebuild, and hopefully you can be up and running in that time period? What do you do if you're one of those middling teams?
2: Wow, that's, you know, that is a tremendous question that is driving these GMs and owners nuts because there's no simple answer. I mentioned last week that if any club has a chance to throw in Cleveland Golden State from what's going to be not only a third go around, but could be even a fourth or fifth go around, getting ahead of ourselves just a little bit, but I think you see where I'm going with this, are the Boston Celtics. Now, when you look at their roster, they really only have the one star player, that's Isaiah Thomas, uh, Al Horford, and, and Marcus Smart, and Terry Rozier, and Amir Johnson, and on and on. These, these are these are role players. Okay, you're not gonna be going to beat Golden State and Cleveland with these kind of players. Mm-hmm. But here's the rub: they, the Celtics, have all these first-round draft picks, and the question becomes: Do you hold on to them if you're Danny Ainge, and hopefully pick the right players who can then with the smallest one in the backcourt, okay, get a second, third, and possibly fourth star, or do you take a bunch of these first-round picks, trade them to whomever, and get one or more, most likely one, whomever I'm thinking of, stud player to go with Thomas to close the gap with Cleveland and to close the gap with Golden State. To me, they're really the only up team that can really do it. First because they are a playoff team. Two, they have the picks. Philadelphia's got gobs and gobs of picks, but they they're light years away from being where Golden State and the Cavaliers are at this point. So even though they have picks, they're still a mess. Boston isn't a mess. They just need another one or two star players and what they have on their roster ain't gonna get it done. Okay. okay. Ain't gonna get it done in no lifetime. So Danny Ainge has got to figure out. He is stalled, and I think if they get knocked out by the Wiz or they get knocked out by the Cavs, and I think one or the other are going to occur, I don't think they're going to beat either team. Even if they beat the Wizards, I don't think they're going to beat the Cavaliers. Uh, and if they somehow do that, they got no shot, no shot at all. It'll be embarrassing what will occur against Golden State, uh, with those foursome, uh, that they roll out every day, uh, some talent. So, with that said, I think Ainge has got to move, and he's got to be very proactive. This is supposedly a pretty deep NBA draft, so the picks are going to be valuable or more valuable than most years. And if I'm him, I'm looking to find somebody. Um, let me think out loud here. Who would I talk to? You know, maybe, maybe he goes to Portland and tries to break up that backcourt and get – you know, one of those oh, like Damian,
1: Damian Lillard or you yeah, know.
2: Lillard or or McCollum, McCollum, yeah, to go yeah, with Thomas, and now all of a sudden you got to stud that court, or maybe you go to the Clippers, and maybe the Clippers do want to blow it up, okay, and you get something from them. You know, you got to find if you're Damian, you got to find the right player, and then you got to figure out does it work. Then it's got to work with the salary cap. Then you got to find out how many of these number one picks. Is Team XYZ wanting, and how many are you willing to give up? All
1: right, let me drop this on you. Gordon Hayward at Utah is a stud <laughs> Is a stud player. He's a very good player. He is. Would, would that... Can I tell you something about Hayward? Yeah, so about, about that, was, Hayward? that was going to be my, my question. Would that be a guy that the Celtics then would chase? Go ahead. Yeah, he'd
2: be a, per, he'd be a really good player. And let me tell you something. I have this on the highest authority, that if LeBron James had not come back a couple years ago, Hayward would have been a Cavalier. Okay, they were going to throw. He was plan B. He was already going to the airport and was going to get on a private jet to fly to Cleveland to meet with the Cavaliers to basically do the deal. If LeBron had not decided on that Friday mid-morning, well, it happened around 1230 Eastern time, if LeBron had not done the deal, Gordon Haywood would be a Cavalier and would have been the last couple of years now. Would he have been LeBron James? No, no. In no lifetime is he LeBron James. But he's a real He's a real good player. He's a Celtic kind of player, and he would be another piece. <clears throat> so, yes, that would be the kind of guy that if I'm Boston, I'm looking at very seriously. There are others out there, but he would be a very good pick.
3: So the big storyline coming into the playoffs, Ken, with the Cavaliers was defensively how much they've struggled. And and they're not going to be ever a great defensive team. Uh, you to look at the pieces. Those are uh, some guys out there that just aren't good defenders, but offensively they're playing at such a high level. Is this a team that can outscore Golden State, win four games, and win the finals, or is that still too much of a stretch? you think they still need to figure out a way to get some more stops?
2: Well, I think they need to get more stops. The, the problem is Durant. That's the problem. Mm. And it just, it, you know, when he left, we all, Understood the ramifications, but now that we are what is today, the tenth of May, or about mm, two and a half weeks, three weeks from Game One of the NBA Finals, it just becomes more apparent, and you, they just have too much weaponry. You can't guard all four players. See, one of the keys to the Cavaliers and why they want to face Boston and not the Wizards particularly is in the first two series against the likes of Paul George and in Indiana. And likewise, DeRozan, after Lowry went down with the injury, is that you can double-team that guy, get the ball out of his hands for the most part, and basically say to the four other average players, we don't think you can beat us. And guess what? They can't. And they couldn't, and that's why these teams were swept. When you face Golden State, you can't. what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You double-team te- double Durant, he's going to give it up, and you've got three other scoring options that are going to light you up. If you double-team Curry to get the ball out of his hands, then Thompson, Duran, and others are going to light you up. It's, imp- it's nearly impossible to stop them if Golden State plays their game. And they're motivated because they, they were embarrassed, losing to the Cavaliers last year, up 3-1. They got everything going for them. And unless, and I'm not hoping for this or wishing for this, unless one of the big four go down with a serious injury that knocks them out, or the remainder of the playoff series I, I they just have too much weaponry i don't i don't know defensively whether it's the Cavaliers, Boston, or Washington that anybody can look at it and say, "Look you in the eye and say, "We have the plan to stop these guys. No, there are no plans you <laughs> you You guard them one on one and you just hope they shoot forty percent collectively from the field and if they do. Then maybe just maybe if you shoot forty-five to forty-eight percent, you got a shot of beating him right. if you hit foul shots. All right, we'll move. Otherwise, on. yeah,
1: go ahead. It's going be tough. Okay, we'll it's move. Be tough. Yeah, it's be tough. we'll move on here in one in a moment. I have one more question because mm-hmm. you you have covered LeBron James since he was in high school. Yes, sophomore year. You have seen him do unbelievable things on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Is he in the best shape of his life? And if so, how is he doing that? Jim, I really can't tell
2: whether he, whether he is or he isn't. Um, he, he's never had any body fat, particularly. The guy's a lean, mean, uh, fighting machine, as they say. Mm-hmm. I, I, look, um, he's, he's maniacal in so many ways. The only player, well, I didn't cover Kobe on an everyday basis. I covered Jordan for three years in the mid nineties on an everyday basis. And he was maniacal with a capital M mm-hmm. early on. LeBron was not as maniacal part of it. was because he was 18 years old when he came into the league. And, um, but now that he's 32 and he's a man, you, you look at those 14 years, most of the Cavaliers. And then obviously the four, I guess in, uh um, I'm going to take my talents to South beach and play for the heat. Um, He's just, he's got a lot of Jordan in him right now. He really does. And I don't even mean on the floor. I just mean the guy is focused like like deer in a headlight, okay? I mean, it's just like nothing distracts him, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean they're going to beat Boston or Washington? They'll be favored, even though Boston would have home court. I don't think that worries the Cavaliers at this point, uh, number one. And number two... You know, can they beat Golden State? Yeah, I mean, when you have LeBron, you got a shot. But personally, I don't think they're going to do it. Then again, I must be upfront and honest. I think they do it last year, down three games to one, uh, along with many others who didn't think they could do it. And they did, to their credit. So they have a shot, but I don't see it. Uh, they'll never admit to it, obviously. Um, talking to some of their people, the last home playoff game, I will tell you, they have been working on Golden State forever. Wow. Um, they think they have a plan. I asked him about the plan. He would not tell me, but he smiled when he walked away and said, Hey, you've been doing this for a long time. See if you can figure it out. I can't figure it out, as I said to you earlier. I don't see any defensive plan that works to stop four players of that magnitude. And then you bring in a Guadalupe off the bench. Or- or Livingston or whomever, and now you got five players who can flat out score when they take Pachula off the floor and go small. So um, they think they got something. I don't know what it is. They're not going to ever tell me until we potentially would see it if Cleveland would advance to the finals again. I want to get too far ahead because they they still would have to be Boston or the Wizards. Uh, but if they do, they think they have a plan. But I. You and I've been around this a long time. I, I've been racking my brain mm-hmm. since that conversation. I don't. I have no idea what he's talking about, and I hate to admit. You know me. I do not like to admit. I do not have an idea of what someone is talking about. But I have no idea. I've, I've thought about it. I've called some other people on it. They they say to me, "I have you know, yeah, you can you can double team and take a chance, but you're not double teaming and having Marcus Smart take a shot or Amir Johnson." Or, you know, fill in the blank. I mean, this is these are top elite players, NBA perennial all stars, that you're you're allowing to have a free look. And if you looked at the last two series for the Cavaliers, they are giving up free looks to get the ball out of Georgia's hands or DeRozan's hands, and it worked. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna work against Golden State. Okay.
3: Ken, want to uh, jump over, talk a little college uh, football here with you. I want to start your old stomping grounds down in Big 12 territory. The Big 12 saw a small number of players drafted in the NFL draft. We know recruiting rankings are down. Uh, Texas had their worst recruiting class in the Rivals era and uh, going all the way back to 1990 in terms of recruiting for the Longhorns. Part of that's a transition certainly to Tom Herman, but that conference as a whole, all the negativity that's surrounding it, the future of the conference as a whole. How much does that actually impact the actual football that we see each Saturday in the Big 12 in your mind?
2: Well, it's still fun to watch. I mean, it's like arena football to some extent. Um, (laughs) There is no defense. Sorry, arena football. But, you know, look, it's got its niche. But the bottom line is, hey, I'll give Paul Feinbaum credit here. He had something, I think, yesterday or the day before about Oklahoma, maybe. This is with a Mm -hmm. very small M here maybe, thinking about trying to get out of the Big 12 and jump to the Big 10. Now, personally, I think that'd be tremendous, okay, for the Big 10. Yes. Number one, it gives Nebraska another foe, okay? It expands the conference further west. Um, Kamish likes it because it's a marquee football program with a tradition that goes back all the way to Bud Wilkerson and the 50s, okay? Forget even Barry Switzer and others. I mean, all the way to Bud uh, back in the 50s. So it's a long-time program. Uh, Coach Swoops has done a pretty good, a very good job at times um, with that football program. The basketball program is not too shabby. Okay, They've had success. So will it happen? I don't know. Who Feinbaum is talking to? I don't know. Um, Could it happen? If you would have told me years ago that Penn State would be in the Big Ten and that Nebraska would be in the big 10 and that Rutgers and Maryland would be in the big 10 a year prior to it occurring, I probably would have said, I guess, but I, I, I doubt it at this point. Well, guess what? All four occurred one, two, yeah, four of them. So I don't know. It's something to think about. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I have no idea who the sources or sources are, but if I'm Oklahoma and I'm looking around and I'm thinking to myself, Hey, I'm a big boy in this conference. Maybe I want to get away from Texas. Um, you know, uh, Big Ten's got a lot of cash. They got the TV network. Um, mm, I'd be in the West. Now, I don't know what they would, would they have to bounce it out? I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe add Pitt. Now, I'm really expanding this thing. Maybe look at Pitt. Maybe you look at West Virginia. Penn State would have a heart attack. They would, they would throw their bodies collectively. Okay, just stop Pitt or West Virginia joining the Big Ten. They would do everything ethically and unethically to stop it. But if Delaney wanted to bounce it out, and I'm going way ahead of myself here, and Oklahoma would ever come to the Big Ten, then I think, I think you guys would agree with me, you'd have to bounce it out. And Pitt and West Virginia, to me, geographically, would make sense um, to make it, you know, even across the board, So. Hey, uh, is it possible? I guess anything is possible. Is it going to happen in the next year or so? I doubt it. But interesting that uh, the balded one speculated that Oklahoma might, again with a very small M, Mm -hmm. uh, be Mm -hmm. looking to jump ship, get out of the Big 12, and here's a term from the late 70s, boogie, uh, (laughs) to... um, to the Big Ten. That was for you, Jimbo. Thank you. <laughs>
3: hey, hey, Ken, with that, you you know Barry Trammell, right, with the Oklahoman? Yes. You yeah. know how connected he is, and especially to the he's University bad. of Oklahoma. Uh, he's uh-huh. written two articles on Oklahoma to the Big Ten in the last week. There's something mm-hmm. going on. When Barry Trammell's writing about something down in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. something is going on. Again, this then could be... And Feinbaum,
2: and look, and Feinbaum yep. is connected. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah. More the SEC, but he is connected.
3: Yes, uh, I don't think anything is imminent. We know the rights deal for the Big 12 goes through 2023. It's on the horizon, though. I believe that it is going to be Oklahoma and one other member of the Big 12. That will make the jump. Is that Texas? Are they willing to relinquish the Longhorn Network and the power that they wield? Or will it be Kansas? It'll be a combination of those two that'll come in. They'll shift one of the teams from the west over to the east. More than likely, it'd be Purdue that'd make the jump over. And there you go. You got a Big Ten West that suddenly brings in Oklahoma. You, you imagine that uh, that last weekend of the year, getting Oklahoma and Nebraska back once again. Uh, a Big Ten championship game with Ohio State, Oklahoma, with Oklahoma against Michigan. Uh, it's, it's something I think is going to happen. And if it does happen, especially if it's Texas that it goes along with them, that's the end of the Big 12 as we know it as a power conference.
2: Well, let me work on that a little bit. Um economically, and having worked in that area, Houston and Dallas for a lot of years, I would be very surprised if Texas did it. Their egos, they, (laughs) the state's big and their ego's even bigger. So I don't know if they would give up the TV deal. I don't know if they would want to give up the predominant power that they think they still have in the state itself. So I think Texas, would be if I'm them, I wouldn't do it. Okay, now Kansas and Oklahoma, they're a different story. We've already talked about Oklahoma. We'll put them off to the side. If I'm the Big Ten and I'm looking at Kansas, I love their basketball program. Obviously, it's an understatement. You don't have to be, you know, a genius to figure that out. But their football program is pitiful. Okay, um, I mean it's on the level right now of what Purdue and Rutgers, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't mean in a couple of years they won't get better. But I think you'd agree with me over the last 15, 20 years, except for a blip here or there, they have been the dregs of that conference, okay? And compared to Kansas State, they've been definitely a dreg with Bill Snyder running the program for all those years and having success. So if I'm Delaney and I'm looking at Kansas potentially and I'm saying, well, I get the Kansas City TV market, okay, I get that. I get St. Louis, okay, I get that. I like that. I love eyeballs. Eyeballs equal dollars. Dollars equal green. Green keep me in the gig. Okay, I get all that. <laughs> now i got to look at the balance here. All right, I'll look at academics. Oh, and I took about two seconds to look at that. Now let's get down to the important stuff, football and basketball. All right, I get basketball. I'm looking at Kansas. I look at football. How do I sell this? Kansas would have to improve immensely over the next amount of years. I know you're going to say, well, Ken, they took Rutgers. Yeah. And Rutgers is bad in both football and basketball when they came in. And I agree with you. The difference there is that's the New York City TV market, okay? And that blows everything else out of the water, okay? It's the number one market in the country. St. Louis, Jim, give me help on the TV market. What, about 20-something, I think? Probably. Probably, yeah. And I would say Kansas City, what, in the high 30s, mid-30s? Might be right in there. Okay. They're attractive, but they're not, not numero uno. So I know what you're saying, Trent, and I, it, it makes sense. I just wonder if Kansas football is so lacking. But you know what? They took records. They took Maryland. You know, I guess anything is is doable. But I, the one thing that would bother me about Kansas, if I'm the commish, would be the football and how important football is to the Big Ten. Not that basketball isn't, but football's is really important. Um, that football situation in Kansas has got to get better. It's got to get better, at least to me. Now, I'll throw it back at you guys. If it is Oklahoma down the road, mm-hmm. we'll assume for this conversation that it is. And the commission says, nah, you know what, I'm, I'm, nah, I don't like Kansas enough. Who else would be viable enough to um, make the jump?
3: In the Big Twelve, there really isn't anybody. No, there isn't anybody. After after you say Kansas, Texas, say no, there isn't anybody there. I think then you start looking back east, and you're looking back at the ACC. ACC, is anybody willing to make the jump from there? It, it becomes much more difficult. And that's why I think Oklahoma also needs a partner with them. You're not taking Oklahoma State. No. You're you're not taking uh, TCU, Texas Tech, anything like that. It has to be one of those two. Those are the only two that make sense coming out of the Big 12. Plus, Kansas also has the caveat they're an AAU member. And in academia, which is still important in this, that is. is very important as well.
2: I know. I know I dismissed the commissioner for academics. And <laughs> only give him two seconds to look at it, but you're right. It, academics are important, but green is more important. Yes. And I'll say this about TCU. And, again, maybe I'm solely motivated by dollars. Man, I'm I'm sounding like the commissioner more and more every <laughs> second. Okay. But one thing about TCU is that's Dallas-Fort Worth. That's a top five TV market.
1: Correct. Yes, Dallas-Fort Worth. A market Worth. that's going to
2: continue to grow. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jim and I both have worked in that market many moons ago. So, The long and the short is TCU, with Gary Patterson doing a nice job of their football program and their basketball program being, eh, it's okay, it's not great. But if it could improve, and that's a big if, um, and then you look at the TV market, um, it becomes more attractive. I I agree with you that, that there are others that are more viable, but of those remaining, because of the TV market, because the football program um, is successful uh, and the basketball program is, what, maybe we're splitting hairs here, above average maybe, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they might be a little bit more attractive, but I see where you're coming from. It's not, let's put it this way, when you look at TCU, it's not a no-brainer, but it might be something that, you know, you look at and go, hmm, let's see, maybe this is something we need to take a little bit more time with not saying they would get to the finish line, but that maybe somebody would take a little bit more of a, a look-see at it, if that makes sense.
1: Ken Silverstein is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Okay. I've seen a couple of way-too-early college basketball polls out. Oh, my. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. But the ones that I have seen, a lot of them have Michigan State as the top team. Are you buying into that? Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a chance to resurrect your relationship with your uh, with your boyfriend.
2: Yes, yeah. yeah. yes, well, yes, my 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 bro, better known as Tom Izzo. Yes, coach, I. Mean, that's too high. I mean, I could see top ten, uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, I know Bridges came back. I know they're having a really good recruiting class. I get that. I look Izzo is Izzo. I get that from a coaching. Standpoint, reputation standpoint, I get all of that. But I, I don't get uh, Numero Uno. Maybe whoever is writing that should take a look at the Kentucky recruiting class, okay? That is staggering. They got like five Parade or five McDonald's All Americans, okay? Now, you might say, well, what else is no, new? They always have four or five. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. But I no, uh, that's a little too lofty, even for my quote off again. On again, on again, on again, off again, on again. Relationship with Coach though, yes. My love
3: affair, yes. They got a bunch coming back. They do. And uh, Kentucky, they're going to be young even for Kentucky standards this year. Yes, right? they, they will be, yeah. They're going to be incredibly young there. Arizona, you know, they're number two in uh, the NBC Sports one. That's the one that came out I saw the other day. I think that Jim might have been referencing that had Michigan State at the mm-hmm. top. Well, they lose Laurie Markinen, they they lose Kobe Simmons. Uh, you go through here and you look at everybody else, and maybe it's not that crazy. Uh, Michigan State has been to the Final Four multiple times under Izzo. He's got a lot of talent here, and uh, it's been a long time since we've talked, I think, about a realistic, not a team that can get to the Final Four out of the Big Ten before the year, but a team that could win a national championship. And I'm telling you, Ken, I think you're going to be hearing that a lot about Sparty.
2: Well, look, um, with the problems they're having off the field in football, they need some good news. They need positive vibes coming out of East Lansing right now. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day off the record, because it wouldn't go on the record, uh, about some of the shenanigans, alleged, that's a key word, alleged uh, shenanigans um, at Michigan State. And his opinion is that uh, they have no shot of beating the big three in the East, so that they're looking at fourth place. And this guy's a big supporter of Coach uh, Antonio. He just said, look, he said, this stuff is just continuing to linger. They got issues at quarterback. Uh, McDowell's left. Malik am to McDowell to the NFL. He said uh, the recruiting class has been hurt by all the allegations and alleged, you know, uh, allegations and alleged incidents. And so the long and the short is, yeah, that's good news for Michigan State because they're looking for something positive at this point because right now football considering that they went to the final four and got beat by what Alabama Alabama nothing yeah it was 38 nothing and Alabama could have scored 50 on them if they wanted to they didn't and and the reason he didn't is because Stephen coached there at one time and didn't want to embarrass Michigan State more than they were being embarrassed in that final four and football um to look at from that point to where they are now it's, it's pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. And so it could be a very lean and second long year for Spartan and football. So yeah, they're looking, they're looking for anything uh positive And, uh, you know, could the early signing period help someone like Michigan state, uh, which the NCAA just approved the other day. I don't know until this stuff is resolved. I can tell you one thing. If, if I was, if I had a kid who was good enough to play, let's say at a Michigan state or you know, anywhere in the upper echelon of the Big Ten, I don't know if I'd be sending them to Michigan State at this point until I knew exactly what occurred, what are the ramifications, and so forth. So until the decks are cleared, uh, I'm not even sure the early signing period is going to help Michigan State or anyone else that would be um, with that black cloud hovering over their football program.
1: Where are you then uh, as far as the conference and the teams start to get ready, have you been able to formulate an opinion, we'll let you go on this, on the football season for the Big Ten, and will it be once again played out with Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, and even though there'll be a team from the West, will it still just be pretty much about those three teams?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um and and the reason is the big three all have quarterbacks coming back. Uh, McSorley, Penn State, Barrett, Ohio State, and uh, Spate uh, with the boys in Ann Arbor. And, you know, I know that some would say, well, that's simplistic. You're only looking at one position. Well, with, with recruiting classes, these schools wheel in every year, number one. Number two, with returning quarterbacks, returning coaches, uh, Michigan's going to be very, very, very young, particularly on defense. Um, with Barkley coming back, arguably the best running back in all of college football. And I I don't think that's a stretch, guys. I think he's that good. I'm serious. Uh, I went back and watched some games from this past year uh, over the last few weeks. And I'm telling you, if there's anybody who cuts better uh, and makes people miss than Barkley, I want to find him in college football. So Michigan, excuse me, Penn State, He's gonna get hit a little bit on defense, but offensively a quarterback and running back, they are they are in very, very good shape. I'm not the biggest McSorley guy, but I'm a huge Barkley guy. I think Barkley's gonna be a top five pick in the NFL draft. So simply put, yes, yeah, somebody's gonna win the West, whether it's Wisconsin, whether it's Nebraska, whether it's northwestern Iowa, partridge and a pear tree. Somebody's gonna win it. Okay, that's fine. We'll see you in Indianapolis. One of the big three are gonna win it. And it's going to come down to two games, guys. And this isn't—you don't have to be a Big Ten PhD to figure this one out. Penn State at Ohio State, okay, rematch of last year's uh, game uh, in Happy Valley, which is a revenge game for Ohio State. And then obviously the game—the last Saturday in November, excuse me—this time in Ann Arbor, as uh, Mr. Khakis himself (laughs) tries to figure out a way to win a game that really matters since he doesn't win bowl games, particularly the last go round, can't beat Ohio state. Uh, so we'll see what he can do against urban Meyer and the boys. He better get it done this time. Cause if he doesn't get it this time, now he's staring at Owen four. Okay. So this game in late November is so huge for Jim Harbaugh. You can't even find the right word in a dictionary or a source to come up with to describe how important it is for them. So we'll, We'll see. It'll come down to those two games. It'll be the big three. Um, wouldn't shock me, guys. And I know we don't have enough time. We could save it for another show. If all three end up with one loss in conference and it ends up being a three-way tie, wouldn't that be remarkable? Not far-fetched. I could see it happening. Okay. Ohio State beating Penn State. Yep. Penn State beating Michigan. And Michigan beating, I'll give Harbaugh a victory just for this analogy, and Michigan beating Ohio State they would all have one conference loss. Okay, that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> It'd be so, fun for us. <laughs> yes, yes, and it's, it's not far-fetched. It is not far-fetched. Could somebody in the West beat the big three? Neutral field? Uh, I'd say right now, no. is um, obviously going to have a new QB. Iowa's going to have a new QB. Northwestern will not have a new QB with Thorson. Coming back, who am I forgetting? Oh, and Wisconsin will not have a new QB. No, they won't. Uh, Horny Brook. So, yeah, Horny Brooke coming back. I, and I'm i not the biggest Horny Brooke fan. I just don't think he's got a big enough arm to stretch the defense, but maybe that's just me. Whatever. Um, I'd say right now Wisconsin is still the team to beat, but the others others have a puncher's chance. Um, they're nowhere near as good, Wisconsin we're talking about, as the big three in the East. It's not not even worth having a conversation about. They're just not. Uh, could they beat them in one game? Yeah, I guess they could. Uh rep call, lucky bounce, something like that. But just from talent, to, talent for talent, no. So it'll, it'll come down to the big three, and they will beat up on each other uh, with Michigan State falling behind to the wayside. And then the likes of Indiana and others trying to figure out, can they play 500, maybe one game over to get a bowl bid?
1: Always good, man, when we catch up with you. Have fun, Kenny. Have a good day. We'll talk to you next Thursday, guys. See you. Ken Silverstein, right here, Drafthouse 50, Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Quick break. We're coming right back on The Big Talker, 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
3: thousands
4: okay everyone mother's day is this sunday do you know what you're getting for your mom if you're looking for the perfect gift mom will love an unforgettable gift from sherry's Berries. right now you can get their famous freshly dipped gourmet berries starting at $19.99 plus shipping just go to berries.com click the microphone in the upper right corner and enter special code 5555 that's berries.com special code 5555 you have never seen dipped berries like these. They're huge, sweet, juicy, and covered in decadent toppings like chocolate chips and chopped nuts. And right now they're starting at 19.99. That's amazing. Plus, you can pick your delivery date, and the berries are guaranteed to arrive fresh, delicious, and beautifully packaged, or your money back. My mom is going to be super excited when she gets her Sherry's berries, and I know your mom will be, too. Order now, because Mother's Day is this Sunday, and this incredible deal ends this Friday. The only way to get this amazing offer is to go to berries.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter special code ode 5555 That's berries.com, special code 5555.
0: Brownells Gun Store in Grinnell is celebrating its one year anniversary Saturday, May 20th. Don't miss this enormous tent sale. Gun giveaways, crazy sale prices on guns, 1,500 rounds of 22 ammo for 80 bucks. Plus factory reps from Silencer Co., Hornady, Trichicon, Sig, Ruger, Benelli, and dozens more. Bring your collector firearm and have it valued by world famous gunsmith Doug Turnbull. Get to Brownells in Grinnell Saturday, May 20th. Brownells, I 80, exit 182, Grinnell golf headquarters is back your one-stop golf shop new location 2900 university avenue clock tower square is full of all new equipment from all the greats paying title is tailor-made callaway and more golf headquarters launch monitor custom fitting is still free with club purchase golf headquarters remains a top fitter see one of their experts to get fit to help you play better golf headquarters clock tower square is a ten-thousand feet new location with great selection and great prices golf Quarter's Clock Tower Square has all clothing 20 to 50% off. Pro V1 reloads 19.99 a dozen. Mizuno golf gloves 888. Golf Headquarters new location Clock Tower Square now open with free custom fit. Golf Headquarters is locally owned serving Iowa for 30 years. Golf Headquarters hits the 5-star Google review. Their customers love their service and personal touch. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Avenue Clock Tower Square. Call 255-4433 for your fitting time.
1: See you soon. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
0: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back in on a gloomy day so far in the capital city. Uh, We say hello to you. Uh, Major League Baseball, games that are in progress. Seattle and Philadelphia, top five, tied at three. Top of the six, San Francisco and the Mets in New York. Mets lead the Giants 3-1, top six. Just getting underway, Atlanta and Houston. And coming up shortly will be Colorado and the Chicago Cubs. Trent, uh, they finally in a double dip. They got hammered, Arietta did, in the first game. The second game, they finally snapped that losing streak and got a win.
3: Yeah, came back and uh, at least showed a little something there after things had gone so poorly. Uh, that game you mentioned coming up,
1: i going to have to wait a little bit. Uh-oh. Delay. Uh-oh. Bad weather again in Denver?
3: In a weather delay. This from from uh, the Rockies official account. Okay. We're officially in a weather delay. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll pass along further information as it becomes available. <laughs> so that came down, oh, a good uh, 15 minutes ago or yeah. So here we are. Waiting for more baseball. Uh, if that is the case, we will see. Now, tomorrow... Yes. What's their schedule? Let's, let's take a little look there. Well, the Cubs are off as they'll be getting ready for the Cardinals. Let's see if the rock. Oh, but the Rockies have a game against the Dodgers. Okay. So you can't just shift it to tomorrow. Then you get into... All right, well, when are they going to be able to play this thing? So... Well, we'll keep an eye on the situation. Hopefully we'll get a little bit of uh baseball with the Cubs today. I, I I like watching the team, but they have been an oddity to this point. It has been inconsistent. Right. And Jim, I know I've talked about this the defense.
1: Mm-hmm. You have?
3: It was something that I, I just figured would take a step back. It had to. They were so good last year. Yeah. It just it was such an elite level. It was and I look at some numbers. I'm not a sabermetrics guy, you know, nothing like that. I don't know really how to dig through those numbers and and try to take something new out of it, but I think they're important. Mm -hmm. And what it showed a year ago is not just that they were good defensively. Anybody that watched baseball knew they were good defensively. Right, we get that, right? But it was that they were playing at a level that was historically good. They were playing at a level that nobody else in baseball was even close to them. So you'd expect some regression from that. It's just uh, what happens right. regardless. But they've been bad at times defensively. That That's another baffling team. It's not that they're not as good as last year. They've been bad at times this year, and now they they look league average. You, you know you're going to take a step back with Schwarber. He just can't cover a ton of ground out there in left field. But overall defensively, the infield defense hasn't been nearly as good as as we expected. Behind the plate... Hasn't been as good. And on and on and on. And that leads down the road of, I think, a reason that the pitching has been good.
1: Defense not as good as behind you, your pitching's not going to be as good. I agree. Yeah. I mean, look, they had guys make sensational plays. It's it's not, no, it's not the sensational plays. Okay, That's, but consistently good plays. And the
3: amount of ground that you can cover. You know, these are the yes. things that are measured. It's not how many highlight real plays you're making or or on the simple terms, how many errors you're making. A, a big thing that is being developed in baseball is they're figuring out how much ground a guy can cover mm-hmm. that outfield space and, and how much that helps the pitching staff. I saw something related to the twins and a reason that their pitching has been so much better has been a big part of that. You go from a couple of outfielders in the corner spots a year ago and Robbie Grossman and Miguel Sano and now you put two speedy guys that are good plus defensive players out there and it's it's like a run and a half a game that they're giving up with that defense, as opposed to what they had when they had those two corner outfielders, just because of fly balls, right? Balls that people can't get to those kind of fielders, and you put elite fielders out there. So that's more what I'm talking about. Not not the elite level plays, not a diving. Grab. Not not
1: the Schwarber play no, from no. the other night. Yeah, not,
3: not those things. It is they're not covering as much ground defensively up the middle. Baez and Addison Russell have not been able to get the balls quite as well as they did a year ago. Grounders that get through the hole, they got to those balls seemingly all the time last year, and they're not at that same level. That's more what I'm getting
1: Okay. To. Okay. And once again, uh, it is a weather delay in Denver. If you were hoping to uh, have an, an opportunity to watch any of the Cubs this afternoon, uh, apparently it's going to continue for a while. Uh, the NBA Combine. Is getting set to open uh, in Chicago tomorrow. Monte Morris from Iowa State is there. Peter Jock from Iowa is there. Is that enough to wet your whistle to take a peek to see how those guys are performing, or not?
3: What to watch the NBA draft combine?
1: Just asking if you'd t- if you'd peek in on it. That, I'll put that on your plate, Jimmy B. I'm just you got two guys when, representing when they, both
3: schools. When do they do this disaster? It starts tomorrow. Running through cones like during. I'm asking, is it during they, the evening, during the day? No, it's during the day. Oh, I have things to do. And, and, they, and be... they will have,
1: well, we could have it on here. Could. <laughs> could. But you control the TV. Yeah. So I have other things that I'm doing on the I, computer as well. I was just, you got two local guys, or two, two guys from the local schools that will be participating. So I was just curious if that would be something that you would at least take a peek at to see Monte Morris and Peter Juck. If no. somebody
3: puts out a, a, oh, it's coming up in a minute and I don't have anything going, sure.
1: Then you, then you will. Right,
3: but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch okay. guys run around cones <laughs> and throw bounce passes with their left hand.
1: Do like, you, do you, I will not be using my time Do you pay that. that much attention then to you the got NFL? you a lot of time, No, man, I do. I do. I, I can process a lot of information. You know, you've got a lot of time where you do absolutely nothing. Do you pay that close attention to the NFL combine? Because no. it's the same thing. No. You don't? No. Okay. I don't think they run. A, they run around cones yeah. and run a 40. And I don't think I watched outside of,
3: you know, flipping on and they have highlights of things. But the actual combine, I don't think I watched a second.
1: Of okay. All, this year. Yeah. all right. I was just curious. Not my bag. I watch oh. games. I do,
3: too. I like to watch baseball. Do you, uh, you like to watch guys run around throwing bounce passes?
1: No, I like to watch some baseball. Once it gets into August, I'll start paying attention, close attention. Look, I... We make fun of the situation where, well, you don't care about That's not true. I do care about baseball. It's kind of true. I don't really get locked and loaded on it until about end of July, after the All-Star break, I guess is fair.
3: But what do you want to talk about then the next two months? I'll think of something. NBA Draft Combine? (laughs)
1: Right. <laughs> I just just because two guys are in it. That's all from the state, from the state schools. I mean, that's the only reason I referenced all right, it. So that's we got, it. We got three hours of show. We can yeah. get about two, three minutes out of the hockey. Do you think we can get? Do you think uh, talking major league baseball in a city that doesn't have a major league team is going to carry us all the way through the summer? Well, it's got to be a pretty big staple here. What else matters? <laughs> we got three hours, Brinson. I guess you're right. <laughs>
3: I mean that's that's why that's I'm it. baffled by you. Why? Because it's the time that you need to watch baseball for this show.
1: I I pay attention to the highlights. I do my work you, on it before I come in no, during the don't. day. You yes, read, I do. You you read
3: the standings and that's all you that's do. That's good enough. No, it's not. I'm up not. to date. No, it's not. All right, the Dodgers. Here's a headline here on CBS.
1: Okay, what's the headline? The
3: Dodgers have a Wally Pip situation.
1: Yes, I saw the headline.
3: Right. Do you know what that means? Yeah, Wally Pip. Right, right. Well, yeah, I
1: know the story. I know you you know the story of yes. Wally Pip. But do you know who they're talking about? Most importantly. Yes, uh one of them is uh Gonzalez and the other guy's name is uh Oh, damn, I just I can't remember the other guy, but they got two guys: Adrian Gonzalez, and then you got the two young guys that he's mentoring. Oh, Cody Bellinger. Okay, thank Who you. They just called up, and has been incredibly. He, high. he has. He See, it's not like it's not like I don't follow it. Yeah. yeah, I was in there. I was I was close. You should know Cody Bellinger. If if it's if it's a game of horseshoes, I was close. If it was a game of hand grenades, <laughs> I was close enough. I just ask you,
3: can I you know. please? pay a little more attention okay to i
1: promise i will but only for you we got a lot going on we yeah. got the cubs yes we got the brewers
3: white Sox, and twins Who, according to, to a lot of fans
1: starts. suck right now so
3: all three of those teams are off to surprising starts the royals are terrible
1: yes they no, are. we can
3: cross them off okay right. I'll, I'll leave you alone there <laughs> and we might actually have a good race with the cardinals and cubs we might can you watch the games this
1: weekend uh, yeah, probably sample you dip in. Yeah, I'll dip in and out. actually pull something out of it. I, I promise I will not, not just look at the box. Score right afterwards. I promise. I, like I did the other night, I will not watch the original King Kong when the Cardinals Cubs are playing. I okay. promise you that. All right. Go OK, ahead. I'll do that. Coming up on the other
3: side. Jimmy B is uh, frothing at the mouth. He gets to talk NBA. We got Tim Cato stopping by from SD SB Nation. We'll talk with him. About the playoffs, Game 5 tonight, the Celtics and the Wizards. And oh, if Jimmy B gets his way, we'll be talking three hours a day about No,
1: oh, no, I'm not like that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that.
3: <laughs> we'll come back here on the other side. Take it up until 3 o'clock, Jimmy B and TC.
1: Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me
0: every Monday through Friday from 9 till noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers. On 1700 KBGG.
3: Hey, it's Jimmy B.
1: Featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for
3: sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
0: Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Of 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rate supply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment, non-return, and other and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121117.
3: Trust, quality, value,
4: Mother's Day is this Sunday, and Pro Flowers is offering an amazing special, 100 stunning blooms for mom plus a free glass face for 19 plus shipping and handling. Go to proflowers.com and enter the secret code 0500. But hurry, this deal expires this Friday, 100 colorful blooms for mom for 19.99. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back plus a free glass face. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 0500.
0: You can learn to DIY just about anything.
4: Today, we'll be making our very own bath beads. We'll need mineral oil, ammonia, and and gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something.
0: After all, some things are better left to the pros, like buying a home. Because without an expert to guide you, you're just asking to get burned. Oh,
2: look at that. It also works as a hair remover
0: so diy yourself a favor and get realtor head to realtor.com slash get realtor today realtors are members of the national association of realtors it's time for breakfast at burger king remember at burger king i got the three for 89 cent pancake deal yeah tried to take one but they're 89 cents yeah you can spare one i understand but you know what i said well you said respect the stack and did you
1: no because i like pancakes (laughs) (laughs) respect
0: that stat get three pancakes for
2: just 89 cents that's three fluffy golden pancakes for 89 cents now at burger king here's another great breakfast deal two croissant sandwiches for just four dollars only at burger king limited time at participating burger
0: king restaurants.
4: i met someone you hear it a lot from people on match because more people have met their someone on match than any other dating app Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection. And Match is not only number one in first, but second dates too. Now here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to match.com slash search for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at match.com slash search. That's match.com slash search. Match.com slash search.
0: Reinvent your home. Open your eyes to new possibilities and your mind to smarter ways of doing things. You'll find them at The Home Depot, where the next generation of home improvement makes its home. New products, new tools, and new technology that take home improvement into the 21st century. About the only thing we haven't reinvented is helping you do more for less. That's the same as it's always been. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. When smart businesses need to grow their team, they do it on the site proven to deliver.
1: Indeed.com. According to an independent study, Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site. More hires than the rest combined. And right now we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job, boosting your listing in
0: relevant search results. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, Accumula
1: Station. I like it! Big news, big talk, and big sports.